listeners, you are listening to Take Me Out to the Ball Game, the world's most prescient baseball podcast. I'm Kimberly Dauber, and I use she/her pronouns. Baseball fans, it is election time once again for season ten. We've got the lowdowns on the blessings and the decrees, but first, a word from our sponsors. This episode of Take Me Out to the Ball Game was sponsored by. Ticker tape time. It's ticker tape time. This is the part where we read what's listed on the ticker tape on blazeball.com. Home run leaders Eduardo Woodman, Philly Pies, 7. Beasley Day, Philly Pies, 4. Jackson Buckley, Philly Pies, 4. Randy Dennis, Miami Dale, 3. Beck Whitney, Miami Dale, 3. Earned Run Average Leaders, Mooney Doctor, Kendall Moist Doctors, Zero. Edric Tosser, Chicago Firefighters, Zero. Brock Forbes, Baltimore Crabs, Zero. Hiroto Wilcox, Hades Tigers, 500. Josh Carpenter, San Francisco Lovers, 500. The Blood Drain Gurgled, Alexandre Walton siphoned some of Nick Winkler's defensive ability to add an out. The blood drain gurgled. Dudley Mueller siphoned off some of Malik Romain's hitting ability to add a ball. The blood drain gurgled. Glabe Moon siphoned some of Alexandre Walton's defensive ability to add a strike. The blood drain gurgled. Spears Taylor siphoned off some of Sebastian Woodman's defensive ability to add an out. The blood drain gurgled. Spears Taylor siphoned off some of Hotbox Sato's defensive ability. The blood drain gurgled. Dudley Mueller siphoned off some of Reese Clark's hitting ability. The blood drain gurgled. Dudley Mueller siphoned some of Theodore Holloway's base running ability to add a ball. The blood drain gurgled. Isaac Johnson siphoned off some of Matt Velasquez's defensive ability. The blood drain gurgled. Igneous De La Cruz siphoned some of Theodore Holloway's defensive ability. We are all love baseball. Thank you for listening to Ticker Tape Time. <laughs> hey there, listeners. This is Take Me Out to the Ball Game, our election special for season 10 of Blaseball. I am here with Dr. J, the host of WSHU, the voice of the Charleston Shoe Thieves. Dr. J, thank you so much for coming. Kimberly, thank you for having me. It is a privilege and an honor. Absolutely. So before we get started, Dr. J, what should we call you? What are your pronouns? And is the commissioner doing a great job? So uh, real name's Jared, but usually when I'm uh, broadcasting, I just call myself Dr. J for short. Uh, Pronouns, I prefer he, him. And the commissioner is always doing a great job. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming. Now, listeners, we're going to get to the elections. But before we start, you may remember at the end of season nine, there was a fight, an epic battle between the Charleston Shoe Thieves and the Shelled One, the peanut god of baseball, and Dr. J found himself commentating that game after the Shoe Thieves had just won the championships. It was a legendary live stream, and before we get into this, these elections, I've just got to ask, what was that like? <laughs> What did it feel like to you 
I had done commentary for 13 games. My voice was already <laughs> practically destroyed. And, you know, I'm ready to be like, okay, uh, we did it. And yeah. and then the screen goes black. The big peanut came out and started taunting us. And then we go into an RPG battle, <laughs> which, you know, from my broadcast experience doing actual play uh a role-playing game podcast. I was mm-hmm. back in my element, but I certainly wasn't oh. prepared to <laughs> do commentary <laughs> and figure out things like, well, I don't know if Jalen Hotdog Fingers has enough DPS to be able to handle this yeah. fight. <laughs> I was not prepared for that. I was prepared for like, you know, uh, the, the mm-hmm. victory parade and to thank everyone who tuned in that mm-hmm. day and, you mm-hmm. know, called a night. And then it was like, nope, here's game 14. Nope. What was the moment where you went, oh, no, this is happening? When I saw the two health bars. Uh, I'm a huge gamer, and mm-hmm. I know what health bars are. I've been looking at health bars for like 30 plus years. <laughs> I, I knew what was happening. Here I am trying to figure out the rules. I've been spending weeks trying to figure out the rules of baseball. And now yeah. I have a grand total of about three seconds in front of 300 viewers <laughs> to figure out how this game works. So I don't look super embarrassed in front of everyone. Yeah, yeah. Well, you did an amazing job. And the video for this commentary can be found on the Internet somewhere, which we'll put a link to in the show notes. So you can go check it out if you want. It is absolutely epic. OK, well, we've got to move ourselves on to elections but definitely check out Dr. J's uh, Twitch stream, which we'll plug again at the end of the show. Okay, so that was the end of season nine. We are now moving on to season 10, and it is election time. It is time for us to make some decisions as a group of baseball fans and participants about what this game is going to look like for the next season. Quick summary of what elections are for new listeners. They happen every season. There are really two kinds. There are decrees. Decrees affect all of baseball, and there are blessings, which affect particular teams. That's basically all you really need to know about them in order to get into it and have some fun. So we're going to talk about blessings first, and then after the break, we'll come back and tell you about decrees. So, season 10 blessings. Dr. J, what do you think are the ones to watch this season? Powerful ones, interesting ones, ones that are just plain cool? Probably some of the most popular ones that I would point out right now. Uh, first would be Dr. Smedley's Umpire Cream. Uh, mm, the text on that yeah. is, rub it in, your team is permanently fireproof. Uh, during yeah. uh, eclipse weather, the umpires have the tendency to incinerate random players. which means that player's gone forever and ever. Amen. This basically makes the entire team uh, fireproof. And if I had a guess, I would probably say the Chicago firefighters will be voting Mm. for this one because it's the most on-brand blessing for them. Taking a look, uh, sealant, uh, plug the leak. Your team cannot have Mm -hmm. blood stolen in blood drain. So oh, one yeah, of the weather, one. yeah. So one of the weather types is blood drain. If you've been following along in season um, 10, Uh, It's one of the only three weather types available. And what blood drain does is that Mm. a random player will drain blood from a different player on the other team and steal their stars. Not having to worry about blood drain means that you don't have to worry about debuffs happening to your team. 
Rogue Waves is interesting. Uh, five hitters on your team become permanently repeating. Last season, we saw hitters who had been hit by Jalen Hot Dog Fingers, who has uh, several different deals with the uh, microphone going yeah. on right now. Yeah. Uh, those particular hitters would become repeating, which meant that in reverb weather, they had the possibility of uh, keep returning to bat. Would they keep advancing bases? Oh, yes. As they batted? So, or, you yeah. know, like uh, uh, Nagomi McDaniel could hit a fly out to Nagomi McDaniel or hit a sacrifice fly to M- Nagomi McDaniel and let Nagomi <laughs> McDaniel run into home plate. Like it. So weird <laughs> stuff like that could happen. Depending oh, okay. on which hitters this, you know, falls onto, you could have yeah. a very dangerous batting core. The one that caught um, my eye was divisional walk in the park and tag team fourth strike, especially because of what we've been seeing with the shoe thieves this season and the power of getting walked. Yeah. So those would probably be the other two that I would mention here because they fundamentally change the rules. So tag team fourth strike, give your team and the last place team in the opposite sub league, the fourth strike next season, which means that they have four strikes until they're considered out. Now it doesn't really affect mm-hmm. any ground outs or fly outs, but it is going to make the pitcher's job a little bit more difficult to be able to get those strikeouts. On the flip side of that coin is divisional walk in the park. Every team in your division walks on ball three instead of ball four. Uh, With the uh, shoe thieves being affected by flinch, which means that they aren't allowed to swing until the first legitimate Mm. strike is thrown against them. The shoe thieves have actually seen a lot of walks this season. All right. Well, those are the blessings. So if you're not sure which ones to vote for, go ahead and look at that uh, tag team fourth strike. Go ahead and take a look at that Dr. Smedley's umpire cream to make your team fireproof. Go ahead and look at that Rogue Waves blessing and put some of your votes in there. Hopefully this helped you figure out blessings a little bit. There's always so many of them. It can be hard to really take in all of them and understand their consequences. But those are the ones that we think are uh, the ones to look out for. All right. That's all the time we've got to talk about blessings. We'll be right back to talk about decrees for season 10 after this short break. This episode of Take Me Out to the Ball Game was sponsored by Henry Marshallo. Hello, I'm Henry Marshallo. Not Marshmallow, but I think people are getting better at this. Though I am a marshmallow, so I understand the confusion. I used to be on the garages, but... Oh, 30 seconds? Is that, is that a lot? Not a lot. Oh, okay, I'll talk, I'll talk faster. I used to be on the garages and then I got switched to the pies. Oh, what I want to say? Well, I want to tell everyone that it's going to be okay. I know things are bad right now, but it's important to take care of each other and to take care of yourself. Hugs are always good for anyone who wants hugs, and I will be happy to hug you if you want. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, goodbye, everyone. I love you. Listeners, you are listening to Take Me Out to the Ball Game, our season 10 election special. I am here with Dr. J, the host of WSHU, the voice of the Charleston Shoe Thieves. In the last half of the episode, we talked about blessings for season 10. And now we're going to get on to the biggest happenings in all of baseball, the decrees. 
So, Dr. J, what have we got this season for decrees? All right. So we have three decrees coming up this season. Uh, the decree with the most votes from the community will go into effect. So one of these three mm-hmm. will will go in. Uh, mm-hmm. The first is black hole. If your team scores 10 plus runs in a game, open a black hole. The second is eliminator. Every time a team hits a home run, there is a chance your opponent loses a hitter for the remainder of the game. Mm-hmm. And last is self-destruct. When your team is shamed, initiate the countdown. And it is important to note that all three of these are going to be permanent. None of them say for the next season, mm-hmm. as some of these have said yeah. before. These are going to be permanent rule changes to baseball. All right. So those are the ones that we've got for this season. What do you think uh, What do you think the implications of any one of these would be for the game if it got put into effect? Yeah, sure thing. So uh, we'll start with black hole. Your team, uh, if your team scores ten plus runs in a game, open a black hole. Now, there, there's been a lot of uh, speculation uh, with uh, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Shoe Thief Nation as to what this will be, and it sounds an awful lot like a mercy rule uh, mm. from what we've been able to assume. And yeah. there's really good ramifications for this because obviously you want your team to do good, and you know it kind of feels good if you run the score up on a team. But at the same time, if you're doing well. You don't want to capstone that game off with the fact that like your best hitter just got burnt up by an ump. You know, yeah, if you've yeah. al- if you've already clinched the win, why not go ahead and wrap that game up other than to just pad your stats? You know, you've already got the right. W, just take it gracefully. Okay, so so mercy rule meaning that once your team scores in this case 10 or more runs, then the game ends. Right. Just right there. Yeah, and I'll uh, contrast with self-destruct, in which case it says that there's a countdown. Mm-hmm. So it seems like mm-hmm. with black hole, it would happen immediately. And again, you know, mm-hmm. if you have teams that are up like 10, uh, 10, one, 10, two, something like that in the fifth or sixth inning, that's three fewer innings that something bad could happen to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on to eliminator every, uh, to every time a team hits a home run, there is a chance your opponent loses a hitter for the remainder of the game. It reminds me of a, a Delage ball a little bit. And I looked into this for the Charleston shoe thieves and your mileage may vary mm-hmm. depending on your team. But as of right now for the, the shoe thieves, our hitters are averaging about one home run a game and mm-hmm. our pitchers are averaging giving up about one home run a game, which means mm-hmm. That any given game, there are two chances, not two guaranteed times, but two chances that mm. um, a random hitter could be removed from the game. And, you know, you again, your mileage may vary. I'm going to take, for example, uh, Richardson Games uh, from the Shoe Thieves, who right now is a two and a half star hitter. Not that great, but is yeah. currently a seven and a half star base runner and an eight star defender because of the blood drain Mm -hmm. and they keep drinking defense. So, you know, losing Richardson Mm -hmm. games might not have like a big implication for hitting, but at the same time, we just lost our best defender by far. Mm But then again, it also doesn't necessarily say that that player won't play defense. They might just stop hitting. Yeah. They lose a hitter. It could just be like being shelled. Uh, Any of the hitters that were previously shelled could still field just fine. Right. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we can just push them out there in the field and if it lands in their glove, it yeah. lands in their glove. You know, yeah. This eliminator perplexed me because like you're saying, it only would help you if 
you knock out one of your opponent's better hitters. So I guess this might be good for teams that have a higher proportion of better hitters, but that doesn't even make sense. Like all the hitters are going to be like half the hitters are going to be better than the other half of the hitters, no matter which way you slice it. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, so I'm not sure about this decree. I don't know what's going on with it. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I personally don't know about this one. It's interesting. It wouldn't shock me if this appeared as a blessing later on. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the last one, self-destruct when your team is shamed, initiate the countdown. So shame for those of you who aren't familiar is that in the event a team comes back in the bottom of the ninth. The game continues, even though the win has been clinched, and we go into shame mode. The away team starts to be uh, shamed by the home team as they run the score up on a game that, whose decision has already been decided. Now, the, the ramification here is that the past few seasons, we have had blessings called targeted shame, in which case, anytime you get shamed, the number of runs that are scored against you are uh, become negative points that you have to take during your next game. So we've seen some games start where teams were already like negative three, negative two, something like that already in the hole. So uh, self-destruct, what this suggests is that when your team is shamed, initiate the countdown. So what this sounds like to me is that it's going to keep teams who get shamed frequently from having to deal with those big deficits. Now, the interesting thing is there's no real blessings this season that prevent targeted shame. So I am curious if there's other ramifications for what self-destruct is because self-destruct. Yeah. It's kind of drastic. It's not, they could have called this countdown and it would have sounded like, Oh yeah, it'll just end (laughs) the game. No, they called it (laughs) self-destruct. The picture is a bomb with a clock on it. Yeah. They're not kidding around. Yeah. And just, just joking around with uh, some of the people in uh, Shoe Thief Nation, I, I mentioned that like, oh, so it's kind of like Voltorb in Pokemon when it uses self-destruct. You know, there's, there, you know, it'll end a battle, but it'll usually end it for both people. So, yeah, um, yeah. So not sure mm. what the ramifications are, but it seems interesting. And I'll be interested to yeah. see how the votes go. Like I'm in my heart of hearts. I feel like black hole is probably going to be the most popular. Yeah. And the other, I actually have another reason that I think people should vote for black hole. I think that what you said about black hole ending games sooner in order to stop teams from getting debuffed or players from getting incinerated. I think that that will help all of the teams get stronger in order to be able to defeat the peanut at the end of the season. Yeah. Just fewer opportunities to take those debuffs right now would probably be best because you know, that, that directly affects like team spirit and our ability Mm -hmm. to fight against the pod team. Probably of those three, like I would probably be uh, choosing between black hole or, or self-destruct and self-destruct mainly because of just the morbid curiosity as to, what yeah. it would actually do <laughs> the countdown because <laughs> i have a, I have a suspicion as to what black hole would do and if i at, that was i looked at season nine black hole would have affected four charleston shoe thieves games huh. uh we actually scored 10 plus runs in three games and we had one mm-hmm. team score 10 plus on us once so four out of 99 games um had yeah. 10 plus runs so again uh 
as far as like personal team wise, it didn't happen that often. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And uh, interesting usually to just see when some this... teams getting smashed. Like if the crabs played the tacos or something like that. Yeah. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, but I imagine just taking educated guess, black hole and self-destruct will probably be the two most popular. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're almost out of time. Dr. J, thank you so much for your analysis of this. This is really interesting, and I think it's going to be very helpful for the listeners. Kimberly, thank um, you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Before we go, though, I've got one more question for you that I ask at the end of every show. Um, and that is, what are you love about baseball? So probably what I love about baseball is the community. It really empowered me during a time where creativity had kind of stagnated as a result of things going on right now. Baseball and mainly the, uh, the the community have kind of pushed me out of like this fugue state that I've been fighting with since March. That's been nice. It's been really uplifting. It's been good for my spirits and the support I've gotten from everyone, um, especially as a result of the uh, season nine finals has been absolutely mm -hmm. tremendous. And I think each and every one of you, if you have listened to WSHU, I thank each and every one of you for supporting it. And thank you for, you know, helping me try to get out of like that funk and get back into, you know, things that I enjoy doing. I am love the creativity of baseball. It's so magical. It's wonderful. All right. Listeners, we are out of time for today. That is all we've got. Thank you so much for listening to Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Before we go, uh, Dr. J, if our listeners want to watch you on your Charleston Shoot Thieves streams, where can they do that? Where can they find you? So if you would like to follow along with uh, Shoot Thief Nation, you can watch me on twitch.tv slash WSHU. I stream regularly, irregularly. So um, <laughs> I have been mm -hmm. trying to get like the uh, openers and the closers if I'm able to. The weekends are a lot easier, so I've been trying to get the, the playoffs. No guarantees. I'm going to try to do playoffs for as far as we go. It, it's looking pretty good for the Charleston Shoot Thieves for Season 10, at least to make it into the playoffs. Also, I've made it a habit to do uh, election coverage. But yeah, mm -hmm. you can follow me at twitch.tv slash blazeball, W-S-H-U. Uh, we would be glad to have you in Shoe Thief Nation. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. J. Listeners, remember to subscribe to this show, Take Me Out to the Ball Game, wherever podcasts are found. Follow us on Twitter at blazeballpod. Check out our website. We have a website now at blazeballpodcast.com. Go take a look. There's a secret hidden there. If you find it, you can tell people, but only if you tell them it's a secret. And finally, email us at blazeballpodcast at gmail.com. You can send in a question, dedicate a soul scream, or suggest something that we should interview you about. And finally, if you know someone else who would enjoy this podcast, do them a big favor and tell them that it exists and where to find it. I bet that they'll be glad that you did. I am Kimberly Dauber. This has been Take Me Out to the Ball Game. And thank you for participating in the cultural event of baseball. <laughs> <laughs>